Try Cora's cult favorite tampons today, without joining a cult. Cora's number one selling 100% organic cotton tampons are made without pesticides, chlorine, or rayon. Whether it's a definitely flowing super plus day or a barely there light day, you can rest or rally easy knowing Cora's got you covered. Plus, with every purchase, Cora donates period products to people in need. Find Cora nationwide at Target, CVS, and online at cora.life. Shalom, everybody. Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in. We are live on Instagram, about to go live on TikTok. Oops, about to go live on TikTok. Come on, TikTok. There we go. About to go live on TikTok in just a second. Come on in. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's message, which is going to be absolutely uh, amazing. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from as you come in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. Boom. There we go. We got TikTok. Aurora, good to see you. Come on, Aurora. I see Aurora in the place. Denver, good to see you. Come on in, y'all. Let me know where you're watching from over here on TikTok as you're coming in. Speak to me as you come in and let me know where you're watching from. It's Tuesday night at 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. Every Tuesday night, uh, we do a preview of the upcoming Wednesday night live Bible study message. So we're going to do a preview tonight, and uh, that's what we're live for, all right? We're on IG and the Bishop Forum and TikTok. If you don't follow me on TikTok, make sure that you follow me if you're on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, make sure that you follow me over there on IG. Texas, good to see you. Tampa, good to see you. Shout out to those of you that are already sewing when you, um, on the, um, t- um, um, what do you call it? On the, um, Oh my goodness, what do you call these things? Hey, Aurora over on TikTok, what do you call these things? Using the uh, badges, there you go. <laughs> Using the badges on Instagram. Columbus, good to see you, good to see you. Come on in, guys, when you come in, speak to me, let me know where you're watching from. Uh, listen, so we've been in this series called Stop. Hey, LA, good to see you. We've been in this series called Stop, and the whole concept of this series, Stop, is that there's some things you must stop because there's some things that God wants to start. So check this out. There are some things that heaven says it cannot release. It cannot do. Hey, Belize over here on TikTok that heaven cannot do, that God cannot do until you, hear me, until you stop some things. There are some things you have to stop so that God can start. And on this past Sunday, I I taught the message, stop stopping. Let me say this to you. Thank you all for giving me the badge. Uh, Several people, you can see it now uh, over here on IG. Um, one of the things that I taught you in this past message on, on Sunday, which was stop stopping, uh, was that in that there are some things that you are going to have to watch me. You're going to have to stop the lie that we often tell ourselves, which is this. It is here. It is to stop following through. Now, let me encourage everybody to get our app. How do you get the app? Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to type that in the comments on each platform? Type text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, you're going to be able to get a uh, our app and you can stay connected. There's messages, our podcast, there's music. Every time we go live, you can see that in the app. So many great resources. There's a Bible in the app. Um, great question. Um, we're not talking about the book of Enoch tonight, but that's a great question. Um, so many great resources that are available for you in the app. So make sure that you text the word harvest to 877-552-4746 to get that. So in Sunday's message, I talked about one of the lies that we can tell ourselves. And one of those lies is to stop following through. Um, most people hear me do not lack talent. 
Uh, you are talented. Do you hear me? You do some things amazingly well. Most people do not lack skill. You are skilled. Can I get you to type that on the screen? I have skills. There are skills that you have that you have developed through everything that you have been through in life. Most people don't like talent. They don't like skill. Here's the third thing. Most people don't lack ability. Um, you have the ability to do amazing things. I need you to know that you are not some regular somebody. You are not some bump on a log. You are not some accident. You have talent. You have skill. You have ability. Most people, you ready, do not lack money. Now, I know what somebody may say. Oh, Bishop, the, uh, what I need to do, what I want to do, I don't seem to have that. But understand me, uh, money is a seed. So when you release, you increase. Most people have the talent they need. They have the skill they need. They have the ability they need. They have the money they need. Watch me. You even have creativity. Uh, your limitations, what it did in your life is it spawned innovation. In other words, what you could not do allowed you to get creative with what you could do. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. What you could not do gave you creativity and what you were able to do. You Listen to me. You do not lack talent. You do not lack skill. You do not lack ability. You do not lack money. You do not lack creativity. Can I tell you what most people lack? Here it is. Follow through. Talk to me, TikTok. Talk to me, Instagram. What most people lack is follow through. What is follow through, Bishop? It is the continuing of an action or a task to its conclusion. There's the problem right there. Many people have learned to be great starters, but many people are not finishers. I want you to speak this over yourself. I'm a finisher. Come on, on both platforms, I need you to type it and I need you to say it. Bishop, why do you have us type so much? The Bible says, Whenever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. So when you type it, it's our way of digital agreement. But why do I have you say so much? Because life and death are in the power of your tongue. That's Proverbs 18, 21, which means if you don't say it, you are never going to see it. You must be a finisher. You know why? Your favor is found in your follow through. Let's talk about favor. Um, money is the lowest form of currency in God's kingdom. Favor is the highest form of currency. What do you mean currency? Method of exchange. See, Joseph in the Bible, he didn't have the money that other people had, but he had something they didn't have. He had favor. And for some of you, you got to hear me, chasing money, you cannot do that. See, when you are a faithful giver, you make your living from your giving, and therefore you're not chasing money. Money chases you down. You got to hear me. There's the highest form of currency in God's kingdom is favor. What is favor, Bishop? Favor is preferential treatment, which means here's money can get you a lawyer. Pay attention. But favor will get you justice. Money can get you a doctor, but favor will get you health. Money can, watch me, money can buy a friend, but favor will give you loyal friends who don't want anything from you except to love you. Y'all better talk to me tonight. Hear me. A favor is the highest form of currency in God's kingdom. That's why the Bible says things like, and Joseph was favored. Even though he was in crazy situations, his brothers throw him into a pit. The Bible says, and the Lord favored him. He sold into slavery. And the Bible says, and the Lord favored him. He was uh, locked up in prison and the Lord favored him. He's forgotten about for two years. And the Bible says the Lord favored him. I need you to hear me tonight. 
Favor is found in your follow through. And the reason you have to be a type of person that has follow through and that you finish what you start and you complete things, you got to hear me, is that that's where you're going to see your favor. A lot of people say, I'm not seeing God's favor. Can I tell you? Because he doesn't see your follow through. I need you to make this declaration. I follow through. I follow through. I continue an action or a task to its completion. If I look kind of sheeny tonight, it's because I had to get into the gym. I've had a very full day. All of my days are very full. My schedule's very full. It's that way all the time. I like it like that. And uh, I had to follow through. I had to get into that gym to make sure that I was able to get here to be on at 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern with you all. Follow through. There have been many times, watch me, where even in my assignment as a man of God, as a pastor, as a bishop, which is a pastor to pastors, there have been many times where it would have been easy not to follow through. Um, you want to know why? Because sometimes, watch me, it is not you that has the issue with follow through. It's the people that may be around you that have a follow through issue that can get you to think, well, if they're not doing it, I shouldn't do it. And I need some of y'all to hear me tonight. You cannot allow other people's lack of follow through to affect your follow through. You cannot allow what other people do not do to affect what you do. I need you to make this declaration about yourself tonight. I follow through. Um, We looked at Galatians chapter five, verse number seven in Galatians chapter five. So let me just take a moment to teach you on this message preview. Um, Galatia uh, was an area, it was this area um, in the Roman kingdom at that time, and the Apostle Paul was writing them a letter. So in the New Testament, when you see these books of Thessalonians and Galatians, etc., these are letters that the Apostle Paul is writing them. Um, He used these letters to give them direction. To give, them, to give them instruction. When you think about our culture today, um, I communicate with people on a variety of platforms when I'm preaching live, and people on campus and online through social media, etc. It's the, it, Letters were the way that they communicated in that day. They, he couldn't send them a video text. He couldn't send them a message. Uh, uh, he couldn't send them an email, right? He could, they couldn't put them up on TV. They could put them up on YouTube. They can get them on TikTok or the app. So he wrote letters. So this book of Galatians is a letter that he writes to the Galatian church. And he hears some things that they're doing. And in his letter, he corrects them. Let me stop right there. Many times you don't even know that your follow through is off until somebody corrects you. I need y'all tonight on both of these platforms to thank God when God checks you and corrects you because your follow through game is off. You have to get excited when God checks you and corrects you when your follow through game is off because sometimes you can think you're on it, but the truth is you are not. Paul writes these letters to correct them and to check them. Can I say this to you? Do not be the type of person where you are uncheckable. Come on preview. Do not be the type of person Well, can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. If you were so grown, you would not have to announce it. If you were so mature, you would not have to announce it. In fact, mature people welcome correction. Mature people welcome somebody saying, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to need to get it together. Can I help you with that? The Bible says that those that the Lord loves, he chastises and corrects. Here's what this means. When someone is in a position of authority to correct you and they don't correct you, it means that they've given up on you. I'm going to say it again. If someone is a position is in a position of authority and they could correct you or they don't check you, watch me. 
When they should, it means they have given up on you. When you are mature, you welcome correction. I dare 20 of y'all on both of these platforms tonight to just type, I welcome correction. I welcome correction. I will check me, check me because the Bible says, if I judge myself, I will not have to be judged. See, when you're uncheckable, hear me, because there's a whole lot of people. I'm grown. Ain't nobody going to talk to me like that. Ain't nobody going to say, and that's exactly why you keep going in circles. It's exactly why you keep going in cycles. That's exactly why your life continues to go through the same stuff over and over. The year changed, but you different. You, but you did not. I need you to welcome correction. I need you to welcome being checked. Do you hear me? I am a man in authority, but do you not know? I will go to my leader and say, sir, what do you say about this? I have done this since I was, uh, since I, uh, uh, was able to talk. I remember I was um, um, when I was in ministry before I was a senior pastor uh, when I was an associate pastor. I was both in ministry and business. I was doing both simultaneously. We are kings and priests. Revelation five ten. We're spiritual and successful. And I didn't make a business decision without going to my man of God and I said, "Sir, this is what I'm looking at doing. What say you?" And I welcomed correction. I welcome when we were planning as uh, talking about expanding to other areas and we knew that we were going to do Atlanta. I didn't just go out and do it. I said to my man of God, I sat at the doggone restaurant downtown Denver. We sat in that restaurant. I said, man of God, what say you? Why? Because I welcome correction. Because if he would have said mm -mm, you off, I would have said mm -mm, we ain't doing that. Right. It's quiet in the chat tonight. You have to welcome correction. So this is what the Apostle Paul does in Galatians 5. He gives them correction because he loves them. You have to see correction as love. It's quiet in the chat. You have to see correction as love. So in Galatians 5 and 7, he says, you were doing so well. You were doing so well. He said, who made you stop? Oh, my God. See, as the leader, he can see what they can't see. As the leader, he can see what they cannot see. And for those of you who sit in the seat of leadership, wave at me if you sit in any type of seat of leadership in your family, on your job, in ministry, wherever, wave at me. If you sit in any seat of leadership, it is your responsibility to be able to look and to see if those who you are leading have gotten off. He says to them, you were doing so well. Watch me. He says, who made you stop obeying the truth? How did he persuade you? That word stop means cut into. So now we know what happened. He says, somebody hurt you. Who hurt you? Who, who, who rubbed you the wrong way? Who got you in your feelings? Oh my God. Who got you in your feelings? He said, something hurt you. And whenever you get hurt, whenever you get cut, you can begin to want to not follow through. And I need you to have this attitude. I need you to be like MC Hammer. You are too legit. You are too legit to quit. Period, y'all. Why? Because if you let hurt stop you, all the enemy has to do when he wants, listen, all he has to do when he wants to stop you is let somebody hurt you. And for some of y'all, that's been the story of your life is every time you get hurt, you stop. Who am I talking to right now? Every time you get hurt, you stop. Every time somebody hurts your feelings, you, you quit. Every time somebody says something you don't like, you resign. Every time somebody says something that you don't think they should have said it that way, you, you sit yourself down. You are out of order. And I say it in nothing but purity love, but you are out of order. Why? Because all the enemy has to do is get you to hurt in order to get you to stop. And I need you to stop letting hurt stop you. Can I be honest with you? As a shepherd, as a pastor, 
you would be shocked. I actually decided we're going to do, I'm going to do a podcast with another pastor. Um, and I'm going to talk about some of the things that have happened in my seat. If I let hurt stop me, you better hear me. I would have stopped. This is, uh, May will be 16 years since we planted harvest from scratch. Uh, over 3,000, what's the number? Like 3,500 or something decisions or whatever that number is. Um, somebody give me that number with the number of the people who've given their lives to the Lord that we've been able to record. Um, um, tons of lives changed. It's amazing. Last year, almost what? Six, 700 people gave their lives to the Lord. Um, God has done amazing things in a place where church planners don't tend to do well. Denver is 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. It's 4% African-American. It's not a lot of racial and ethnic diversity in this area. In case you haven't seen, uh, I am uh, ethnic. Do you hear me? And so uh, for many who look like me and many who, uh, uh, who are do what I do, this area has not been kind to them. But here's my testimony. But it's been good to me. But can I tell you the hurt that has come with that? Thank you. 3,500 uh, decisions that we've been able to record. The hurt that has come with that would blow your mind. The things that people have said, the lies that people have told. Um, the, the crazy things people have tried to do to be hostile toward me, the racism I've had to deal with. Oh, my God. As recent as today. Do y'all hear me? Do y'all hear me tonight? The things that come with the seat, they can sometimes be hurtful. But I need you to hear me. You can handle the hurt. Come on, y'all. Come on. I love that. We are harvest. Yes, we are. You can handle the hurt. Do you hear me? You can handle the hurt. Do not let hurt make you stop. Don't, or 3,800. Thank you. It's 3,860 citizens. Thank you, ma'am. 3,860 citizens. 3,806 people that we've been able to record that have given their lives to the Lord. Right? But that came with some hurt. That came with some pain. People, can I tell you one of the most um, hurtful things was people that I would pour into. People that I would pour into. And raised, I didn't raise a whole lot of grown people. No, I don't have any natural children, but I didn't raise a whole lot of grown people. I am owed parental support. Do you hear me? I am owed parental support because I didn't raise a whole lot of grown people. And to poor, 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 watch me, and have those people disappear and not even say anything. To have those people um, who you've poured into and you've built up to be leaders. Uh, advocate their seat of leadership when you pour it into them for the purposes of them rising up and carrying a part of the ministry to only have them act like you ain't told them nothing. It's quiet on here. There is hurt. Come on here. There's one of them right there. Come on here, Sonovia, Alabama, by way of Denver. Come on. We all harvest no matter where we're at. You got it? Um, it, it would make you just want to snap, crackle, and pop. And can I be honest? Can I be real honest? If I get five of y'all to say, go, Bishop, I just need five between the two platforms. If I get five of y'all to say, go, Bishop, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be very transparent. I'm going to be very honest. If I get five of y'all to say, go, Bishop, five of y'all give me a go, Bishop, and I'm going to be real transparent. I'm going to be real. I got one. I got one. I got one. Can I get two? I got two. All right. I got two. I got three. I need four, five. Boom. I got my five. Here we go. Um, sometimes that hurt. It would get me to the point where I would say, God, I don't want to be bothered. Like, Lord, people? Mm -mm. Um, and I decided I didn't want to be the pastor 
that loved crowds but hated people. That's a word right there. I said, I don't want to be a shepherd that loves crowds but hates people. Um, that loves applause but hates the people that are applauding. I said, that's, mm -mm, I'm not going to do that. Bitterness tried to sneak in. Bitterness tried to come in. And, 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 and can I be honest with you? Um, I noticed that and in around 2013, when I, when I lost 95 pounds, the first 95 pounds, I discovered as I began to lose weight, I saw the correlation between my weight and bitterness. That when, I, when my weight had begun to increase, what also happened is that my bitterness was there and I didn't even recognize it. So what would happen is that I, everything I did was from a place, you ready? This is about to go deep. Everything that I did was from a place to avoid being hurt. Everything that I did, I did it from a place to avoid pain. And listen to me. And love is a contact sport. You are going to take some hits. You are going to take some hits. You are going to take some hits. You are going to take some hits, but I need you to hear me. You can handle the hurt. You cannot stop just because you've been hurt. Can I go another area? In relationships. Joe Willie hurt you in 1998. It is 2022 and you still talk about it. Ain't no man gonna do me like that again, Bishop. Baby girl, I'm gonna need you to keep it moving. You stopped. You stopped. Come on, TikTok, can I get a few of you to share over here? Um, can somebody put in there how you share? I think you used the arrow at the bottom to share. Over here on Instagram, make sure that you share. Use the triangle and share to somebody. Um, sir, that, that bad relationship, that woman, you found that woman with, with another guy. You found her. That happened years ago. And you still talking about, ain't no woman ever going to do me like that. Guess what? So what are you doing? What are you doing? You are like the woman at the well. The Bible says that the Lord says you've had many husbands. And the man you with now ain't your husband. What does this tell us? She has been hurt so many times that she said, I'm done with commitment. All I want to do is have sex. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. It's getting real on the preview. She said, I'm done with commitment. All I want to do is live with him. All I want to do is live. What is, uh oh, what did that thing do? <laughs> That's crazy. She says, I'm done with commitment. It just put a hat on me. I'm done. Did it do that when I did this? What was that? That's crazy. All, she says, I'm done with him. All I want to do is live with him. It's quiet on here tonight. You got it? For some of you with your family, every watch me, you literally don't trust anybody. Nobody can get close because you were hurt and so you stopped. And I need you to hear me. You can handle the hurt. Matter of fact, can I give you another line? What hurts you deepest is going to help you most. I need a few of y'all to put a praise on the screen for that. What hurts you deepest is what's going to help you the most. I'm going to say it a third time. What hurts you deepest is what's going to help you the most. Let's go. Galatians 5, 7. You were doing so well, he says. Who made you stop? Stop. First definition of stop there in Greek, the language of our New Testament, it means cut you. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Because when they hurt you, it began to hinder you. Watch me. You can't control the hurt, but you can control the hindrance. You cannot control what they did to you, but you can control how it affects you. What hurts you deepest is going to help you most. Somebody needs to tweet that. Somebody needs to put that in their Insta story. Somebody needs to post that on Facebook and tag Bishop Foreman, tag the church. And what hurts you deepest is going to help you. You cannot stop. You ready? All right. 
The second mission, uh, definition of stop is impede. He says, who impeded you? In other words, what got in front of you? Let me see if I can say it another way. What distracted you? Oh my God. What distracted you? So sometimes you stop your follow through, number one, because something hurt you, something cut you. But number two, sometimes you stop your follow through because something distracted you. Question, what is distracting you? Squirrel. Um, I don't know what movie is that from, but I was, I remember um, several months ago, I was on the phone with a friend and um, I was getting distracted by things really quickly and they started hollering squirrel. And I'm like, what are you talking about squirrel? They were like, sir, you are getting distracted really easily. Like what's going on? Um, for some of you, watch me, you get distracted very easily. You get, it's from the movie Up, got it. You get distracted very easily. Anything comes your way, you're distracted. Social media can be a distraction. You were doing good and then you started looking at somebody else's stuff on social media. You were feeling strong. Then you got, you started uh, uh, getting distracted. For some of you, maybe TV is a distraction. For some of you, maybe music is a distraction. You ready? For some of you, other people's problems are a distraction. Other people's problems. Sometimes you need to tell other people, listen, I hear you. I understand you. I, I, okay, but that, but I, I, I can't deal with that right now. I got to deal with this right now. I, this, this is what I have to put my attention on right now. I can't put my attention on that. There are certain things you're going to have to watch me. You're going to have to say, I will, I'm going to have to deal with that after church. I remember, um, a long time ago, um, that I would, I told uh, an individual, I said, don't call me on Saturdays. And I said, and do not call me on, um, don't call me on Sundays. And do, or excuse me, don't call me on Saturdays and do not call me on Wednesdays. I said, because every time you call me, you, you call me with stuff that distracts me. I said, so don't, I, I literally, this is what I told him. I said, do not call me on Saturdays and do not, why? Because I'm getting ready for, I'm getting my mind ready for Sunday. And I said, and do not call me on Wednesday. You are a whole distraction. You, you bring a bunch of emotional foolery that I don't need to be distracted with. You got it? All right. That person didn't last. Uh, but, but listen, don't, don't come distracting me. Okay. Um, how many of you, you know that there are things that distract you? Can I get you to be real honest with me? Can I get you to type them in the chat? Can I get you to type them in the chat? This is good. I see a comment over here, Bishop. I don't work on Wednesdays and Saturdays cause I don't want to be distracted. Come on, listen, I, I just don't come. Just, don't distract me with the, don't distract me. Do not distract me. Um, a distraction, pay attention is listen very carefully. A distraction after a certain point becomes a decision. I'm going to say that again. A distraction after a certain point becomes a decision. Why? Because once I see that this is pulling me away from what I need to be focused on, it's a decision at that point. It's a decision. Somebody's got social media on here. Come on, y'all. Talk to me in these comments. What's something you know that distracts you? Drama, unexpected emails or texts, social media, bills, kids, social media. Come on. All right, work, certain situations of friends, family, gossip, physical pains. Wow, a distraction. Um, right, 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 right. Come on, what else? Audible. All right, uh, okay, my family. All right, all right, come on, come on. Social media, TV, friends. A distraction after a certain point becomes a decision. A distraction after the certain point becomes a decision. There are certain things I have left to learn to say. Um, I've had to learn to say, I'm going to sit on that. My life is literally making decisions all day. 
right? That's that's the life of a chief executive. That's the life of someone who sits in my seat. Um, so I had to learn that there's something, y'all ready for this, called decision fatigue. Decision fatigue. Can I get a few of you to put that on there? Especially if you're a leader or a business owner, let me help you right here. There's something called decision fatigue where you can literally be tired of making decisions because of how many decisions you have to make. And here's what I discovered is that the enemy sometimes will use certain things and I've had to learn how to prioritize, put them at the at a low level of priority. And I, and I make that decision predicated upon who and where it's coming from. Because I, I will say, look, well, this person don't have do right what they're supposed to do. That decision is very low on my totem pole of something that I'm going to get to today or tomorrow or anytime soon. I will get to that when I get to that. Y'all better hear me. This, this person half does what they're supposed to do. I will get to that when I get to that. All right. I will not be tired from deciding from people who truthfully, watch me, are really distractions. It's quiet right there. It's quiet right there. Sometimes you can get decision fatigue. So what you have to do is you have to say, what are the decisions that are necessary to make sure that God is first, that the kingdom is first, Matthew 6, 33, all, uh, the kingdom is first, then all these things will be added unto you. So the kingdom has to be first. What's important to God has to be first. What's important to God? There's five T's. Number one, your time. That's faithful church attendance, whether it's online or on campus. Number two, your talent. That's serving a church, whether it's online or on campus. Number three, um, that is your treasure. That's faithfully giving. Your tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offerings. Number four, your thirst. That's your prayer, praise, and worship. Number five, your testimony. Those five T's, and I know I went through them fast. If you want to get them, go, go to our website and you can learn about those five T's on our website but, uh, under the salvation tab. But those five T's, those are the top priorities. Now, if you're not helping me, because when you say seek the Lord or seek the kingdom, that's those five things. If you're not helping me with them five things, mm -mm, it's a distraction. So there's certain things I have had to learn to sit on. Y'all better hear me. What does that mean? I will, I, I see it and I will, I will, I have this term. I will decision that when I decision that. Other than that, it will sit there. It's quiet. Woo, it's quiet. It's quiet, it's quiet, it's quiet. Some of you, you have decision fatigue because you let a lot of little people stress you out. So now when you need to make big decisions, you don't do it because you wore out. You're, watch me. Your mind is literally wore out. Am I talking to anybody tonight? Your mind is literally wore out. Can I get some love over here on the TikTok? Send me some of them hearts. Your mind is wore out. Watch me. It's become a decision once you recognize it was a distraction. Once I recognize it's a distraction, this is a decision. This is the decision. This is a decision. Somebody uh, asking you, you know, are you going to do this for me or not? You're going to do this for me or not? You're going to do this for me? Well, hey, listen, I, I will get to that when I get to that. Now, if you want to force my hand to make a decision now, the answer is no. I'll get to it when I get to it. All right. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Other people's opinions. That's another good one. It can become a distraction. I had to learn how to get over that a long time ago. Um, I remember when I was, uh, can I give y'all a story real quick? Can I give you a story? I'm going to need, I'm going to need five of y'all. I'm going to need five more. Go Bishop, go Bishop, go, go Bishop, go Bishop, go. I'm going to need five of y'all to say go Bishop. And I want to give you another story to help you that really helped me to learn how to not obsess over the opinions of people. All right, I got my five. Y'all were fast on these. I remember um, I was um, 18 years old and I was on staff at a church 
uh, in a leadership role. And I also had uh, my business also simultaneously. And I remember I got in this new car and this new car, I mean, it was, you know, it was the creme de la creme of that particular um, style of car. It had turbo and all that kind of stuff. I like my car. I got my car. I like my car. I paid for my car. It's my money. I paid for my car. And I remember some, um, one of the uh, other leaders coming to me and said, man, they talking about you. I said, talking about me for what? I said, I literally don't bother any of you people. I said, I do my serving. I do my responsibilities. I do what I'm supposed to do. I honor the God. I honor God. I honor the man of God. I don't mess with none of you people. I said, why in the world is somebody talking about me? They talk about you. Uh, they, they like, how, how, how are you so young and he got a car like that? I said, because I work hard. I work hard for my money. Do you hear me? I said, I work hard. I said, I have built a business. That business is successful. I said, I said, go check my giving record before you criticize my harvest. Talk to me, y'all. I said, go check my giving before you criticize my harvest. I said, and this ain't nothing but a car. Are you joking? He said, they talking about you. They talking about you. You know what that did for me? It made me say, look, they're going to talk about you if you lose them. They're going to talk about you if you win it. I said, well, let me just give them something to talk about. And for some of y'all tonight on TikTok, some of y'all tonight on Instagram, you got to hear me. Give them something to talk about. They're going to talk anyway. Give them something amazing to talk about. Come on. I need a few of you all who have been struggling with people's opinions to just type that on the screen. I'm going to give them something to talk about. You're going to run your mouth anyhow. So run your mouth. Run and tell that. Go report that back to headquarters. Because many of you all, you got to hear me. You get way more looks than you do likes. They're looking at your stuff. They just ain't liking on your stuff. They're looking at your stuff and thought, you see so-and-so got this. You see so-and-so. Let me give you something to talk about. This you're going to talk anyhow. That delivered me years and years ago. It delivered me years and years ago. Um, and can I just share this with you too to help you with this? Um, one time somebody... It said something crazy that I never said from the pulpit. They said something crazy. I said, I never said that. I said, that, that's just crazy. And I learned that for some people, everybody listen very carefully. For some people, the truth doesn't matter. The narrative they have about you in their mind is all they want to believe. I'm going to say that again so you hear me. For some people, the truth about you doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. They already have a narrative of you in their mind. So whatever they see, whatever they hear, it is going to support that narrative. It's going to support. So listen, while you're trying to, well, that's not even true. Can I help you? Can I help you? For many people, the truth does not want, does not matter anyhow. There's a narrative they want to believe. And I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. You have got to make up in your mind that I am going to do everything in my life. To honor the Lord, period. Talk what you're going to talk. Say what you're going to say. Look how you want to look. Do what you want to do. I go with the goers. I go with who's with me. That's who you got to go with. Come on. I need a few of you to type it on the platform. I go with the goers. I go with the goers. Because that can be a huge distraction. And it used to distract me. I, I, I promise you. If I gave four cares, I'd give zero cares because I give negative four cares about what somebody got to say about me. Because at the end of the day, I know every day I strive to live every moment to honor the Lord. I live. I, I'm not perfect, but I know that. I, but I know I strive in every moment to make sure God is glorified, period. 
So you can see what you want to see. You can say what you want to say. You can think what you want to think. I'm going with the goers. Huh? With the goers. All right. Here's the third definition. Paul says you were doing so well. Who made you stop? Who cut you? Who distracted you? Here, here's the third one. Who detained you? Who detained you? Who detained you? Pay attention. To detain means to hold you back. Question, who's holding you back? Is it somebody from your past? Is it somebody from your present? You ready? Is it you? What I've discovered is most more often than not is that we, hear me, that we hold ourselves back. Um, I'm going to preach. Oh my God. This word. So tomorrow night's word is what I'm giving you a preview of. To be honest with you, I was going to go live today. I just didn't. There was no time. Let me tell you today. My day was so full today. I took a nap. And let me tell you something. I don't like naps, but I took a nap today. Do you hear me? I know some of y'all are professional nappers. I'm not. I do not believe in naps like that. Um, not during the week. And I, my day was so full today. I, I took a nap. It was only about 15 to 30 minutes, but I took a nap. Listen, um, I have discovered that more often than not, we hold ourselves back. Sunday's message, this coming Sunday, is going to be a message from a scripture you've heard before. But I'm going to share something with you that you've never heard from that scripture. Hey, Brazil, that you've never, ever heard from that scripture. Um, that you've never, ever heard from this scripture. And it is going to literally, it blew my mind yesterday. It was so amazing to me last night. And then today I shared it with uh, I shared it with my mother today. And I just, I just, that thing blew my mind. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Some of y'all saying, I wish. Let me tell you, I, I took it at about 7.30 or something like that. And it was 15 minutes, but I took one. <laughs> All right. Listen, um, more often than not, you hold yourself back. The woman with the issue of blood, she could have held herself back and said, if he finds out my past, this may not work. She didn't. You cannot. Somebody over here says they're a professional napper. Y'all can have that. I'm, I'm not about that life. Listen, um, she could have held herself back. Moses with the children of Israel. He could have held himself back. He just said, God, we can't go over this Red Sea. I'm, it's over. Watch me. The only reason you hold yourself back. You ready for this? I'm going to drop a bomb on you is because stagnation has become one of your options. The only reason you hold yourself back is because stagnation has become one of your options. I'm going to say it a third time. The only reason you hold yourself back is because stagnation has become one of your options. What is stagnation? You're hovering. You're in a holding pattern. No movement. No movement. Can I help a few of you all? A few of you all, your mentality is like Bishop Foreman. Your mentality is like this. It, it, is that we do not do well if we're not building something. We need something to be building. We need something we can we need to be doing. We need something we need to be creating. We need we need a goal. We need something in front of us. And can I help some of y'all tonight? Stagnation has become an option. And so watch me, you can begin to hold yourself back. Uh, I'm good. Everything's good. And while that may be true, if you still have a pulse, God still has a plan, which means stagnation is not, you got to hear me, stagnation 
is not your situation. Stagnation cannot be your situation. I need a few of y'all to put that in the comments. Stagnation cannot be your situation. All right? Look at me. He says, who made you stop? First definition, cut into you, cut you. Who made, who impeded you? Who distracted you? Number three, who detained you? Who held you back? More often than not, who holds you back is you. And I need you to, watch me, stagnation cannot be my situation. I am not going to be 12 months from now sitting in the same situation. You are not, you ready? Let's get prophetic. You are not going to be in the same situation. You ready? By the time this fast is over. We are in 21 days of fasting and prayer. We're in the last few days. We've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Sunday at midnight is over. Watch me. By the time the fast is over, you won't be in the same situation. You got to hear me. All right. Paul says, who made you stop? Notice he didn't say what made you stop. He said, who made you stop? Who made you stop? And can I go deeper? There's a spirit behind the who. There's a spirit behind the who. If you look at your life, every time you are getting ready to advance, there's a spirit behind the who. It's the same spirit, different body, different height, different color, different shape, different size, but that spirit is the same. How do you know the spirit is the same? Because you have the same feelings as you did before. You have the same sensation as you did before. You get close to the edge of making something happen. And then that thing gnaws at you. That thing pulls on you. That thing is the same doggone spirit. And I need you to make this that. I need you to get aggressive tonight in this chat. I need you to get aggressive in this chat and say, not this time. Woo, Come on. Not this time. It's the same spirit. It's a different body. It's the same spirit, but it's a different body. Not this time. It ain't even the person. That's why you can't even fool. It's this girl. It's this man. No, it's not. It's the spirit. This thing is spiritual. And the spirit just hop bodies to see if it could get you. Oh, my God. It just hop bodies to see if it could get you. It just hop bodies just to see if it could get you. It just hopped bodies just to see if it could get you, but not this time, not this time. All right, we're almost done. Here we go. Guys, I need you to share. I need you to share on TikTok. I need you to share. Click the little arrow at the bottom, share. I need you to share over here on Instagram too. We're just on these two platforms tonight for the preview. Um, through What happened literally for the Galatians? There was this group of people called the Judaizers, and the Judaizers, they began to have a conversation with the Galatians that began, pay attention, that began to persuade them to start making decisions contrary to what they've been taught. Look at me. Every attack against you begins with a conversation. Bishop, back it up with Bible. I got you. In Genesis, how was Eve attacked? Somebody tell me. How was Eve attacked? I didn't say who. I said how. How was Eve attacked? How did the attack come at her? Somebody tell me. I'm waiting on you. Come on in the comments. Let's have interactive, interactive church tonight. Come on, let's go. How was Eve attacked? Somebody, through conversation. The serpent, which doesn't mean snake, by the way. In the garden, some of you have this image that this snake came down and they were eating apples and stuff and having fruit salad. No, that's not what happened. Um, the word serpent in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, it means deceiver. Genesis 19 teaches us that whenever angels appear in the earth, they appear as humans. 
So Eve is literally having a conversation with a man. That's why the Bible says that the curse to the serpent was that he would go on his belly. She's having a conversation with a man. Snakes don't speak. People do. Snakes don't speak. People do. The imagery of the serpent is because a, a, a deceiver is double-tongued, which means when they speak, their speaking is double-tongued. That's why the imagery of the serpent and the snake were combined to be one. But serpent means deceiver. Y'all got it? It's a conversation. It's a conversation. That's an attack against her. All right, question, question, question. What made Judas turn on Jesus? A conversation. The Bible says that, uh, listen to me, the Bible says that he goes and he speaks to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It's a conversation. They say to him, we see you're close to Jesus. If you help us get him, we're going to pay you. A conversation. Every attack against you starts with a conversation. You ready? Even sometimes the conversations you have with yourself. And I need arthritis is when the body attacks itself. Some of your conversations are arthritic. I'm teaching tonight. Some of your conversations are arthritic, which means when you talk to yourself, it is a self attack. Mm. And I need you not to do that. I need you not to do that. I need you not to attack yourself with your own conversation. Oh my God. Y'all still with me? Let's take it further. Let's take it further. Let's take it further. Um, through conversations, the Judaizers persuade the Galatians to make decisions contrary to what they've been taught. So they start stopping because they picked the wrong emotion at the wrong time. And sometimes, what did I teach you on Sunday? You have to tell yourself, this is not the time for that. This situation is not the time for that emotion. This, listen, uh, even when you think of arthritis, what, what happens? The joints, the joints, you can't move your joints. There's pain. You cannot move the way you need to move because of an arthritic conversation. Sometimes you have to say, this is not the time for that. This is not the time to be all in your feelings. This is not the time to be emotional. And tomorrow night, in tomorrow night's message, we're going to go over because the Bible lists different times in Ecclesiastes. Because tomorrow night's message is called Stop the Insanity. Here's why. If you constantly and consistently pick the wrong emotion at the wrong time, you'll live in insanity. And for some, watch me, because of these who's that have cut you, that have distracted you, that have detained you, you got it, that have held you back, you keep picking the wrong emotion at the wrong time. Look at this. Stiffness, shooting and stabbing pains. For some of y'all, you're stiff. You, you, won't, you won't make any type of move. You're scared to do anything. You're scared to say hi. You're scared to apply for the job. You're scared to, to, to follow up on the job you applied for. You, you're scared to go to school. You're scared to work out. You, you're scared. You're literally stuck. Tomorrow night's message is called Stop the Insanity. Because there's some cycles and circles and can I be honest with you, especially for those of you who think, Bishop, this doesn't apply to me. Can I be honest with you? This applies to you the most. Because the greatest deceivers, watch me, you never know you've been deceived. The greatest de deceivers make it so that you never know you've been deceived. The greatest thieves make it so that you never know that they've stolen from you. Wow. 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 Look at this testimony. I snapped on who I should have loved and gave money to who I should have said no to. Come on here. 
Here's the beauty. If you are still alive and you still got a pulse, God still has a plan. God still has a plan. That's tomorrow's message. What time is that? That's seven o'clock mountain tomorrow night. That's nine o'clock Eastern. Why do I do the previews? So that you can share it. Anybody else excited about the word tomorrow night? Um, it's literally called Stop the Insanity. And we're going to go through these different times where you need different emotions. And I want to show you some things um, to show you how to really make this really practical. Because um, your follow through has been interrupted by all of these who's. Who cut you? Who did this to you? Who did this to you? And I need you to hear me. Your next 12 months are going to be your best 12 months of life. All right? Somebody says, it's my first time and I'll be back. I'm so glad that you joined me over here on TikTok. What would I encourage you to do? If you don't have our app, get it. How do you get it? It's totally free. Apple and Android. You can text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. You can even get it on your iPad and stuff like that and your Google notepads or whatever that stuff is. You can get it on that too. Um, two last things that I want to do tonight. If this preview blessed you, if it encouraged you, if it spoke life into you, a lot of what I say on the previews for the message, I don't actually necessarily always say in the messages. So I want to encourage you, make sure you follow me. If you're on a platform where you, I came up in your live, but you don't follow me, make sure that you follow me. Um, if you were blessed tonight, I want to encourage you to bless what blesses you. You sow into what blesses you. Whatever man sows, that shall he also reap. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. All right. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign with the uh, uh, cash tag Bishop Homer with the number two. I absolutely. Um, the number. You're going to text the word harvest to the phone number 877. And in fact, somebody's going to put it in there. Uh, I need to know how to pin. How do you pin a comment? Uh, I can't pin yet, but I'm going to figure out how to pin over on TikTok. Uh, you'll just text the word harvest to 877-552-4746 to get the app. Um, how can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, Ingiven. Um, that's if you want to get through cryptocurrency. The email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. The email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. And you can avail yourself um, to that. Um, last thing I want to do, and then over here on Instagram, you can use the badges too. Use the badges too. Last thing I want to do, if you're on here tonight, you got it? Perfect. If you're on here tonight and you are not a Christian, guess what? This has been a whole setup. God came all the way tonight to get you. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, I just want you to do that hand with emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. God set this up tonight to come get you. If that's you, I want you to respond. One, two, three. Respond right now. You got a hand wave emoji. If you don't know how to use emojis, I know sometimes those keyboards can mess with you. If you don't know how to do emojis, just type it's me. If you can't get those two words, it's me out. Just say me. But I need you to respond right now. This is your moment. I need you to respond right now. If you need to become a Christian for the very first time, recommit yourself to the Lord. If you're like, I kinda, I've been far away from the Lord. Or if you're number three, you're like, Bishop, I don't really know where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure tonight. I got you. I got you, treasure over here. I got you. I just want you to do that hand wave emoji. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I'm going to count you down. Five, I'm waiting on you. Four, I am waiting on you. Three, I am waiting on you. Two, I see you, Gwen. I got you. I'm waiting on you. Two, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. We are waiting on you. I'm, I'm, I stopped at two because we are waiting on you. 
God is waiting on you. Heaven is waiting on you. Come on, I got to go. Because we're almost out of time. But I need you to respond. You have to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand emoji. Just say, it's me, or just type the word me. Just type the word me. You're vacillating. Like, oh my God, should I do it? Should I do it? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. The Bible says, if you deny the Lord, he'll deny you. What does that mean? Don't deny him in this moment. I got you. There you go. Brittany, I got you. I got you. I got you over here on TikTok. Everybody knew there was one more. Everybody pray this prayer with me. I don't care if you and Jesus were bunk, bunk mates in, in college. Y'all shared a dorm. I need you to pray this prayer with me. Everybody said, say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, one, let me clap for you and celebrate you. Like heaven's having a whole party. Like the music just started in heaven. Like they they finna do the electric slide, the cha-cha slide, the Cupid shuffle. They finna do it all. Like there's a whole party happening for you tonight. But I need you to do one thing. And this is for you. Because now that you've prayed that prayer, now what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Here it is. You're going to text the word decision. Decision. All right, to the phone number. And I've said the number a few times, but now you're going to send a different word. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. That's what you're going to do. You're going to text that word decision to the phone number 877. God bless you, Pastor from India. 552 Four seven four six. All right. When you shoot that text, we're going to shoot you a message right away. And what you can do, do a screenshot so that that way you can do it, and then you can get right. Get can you can stay on and then shoot the text right afterwards. So just do a screenshot of it. That's all you got to do. I know on Apple you do the volume up and the power button. I don't know how do you do a screenshot on Android. I know they're not all the same, but y'all put that in the comments. However, you do a screenshot on Android. I don't know how you do it. Um, I love you guys. And I pray that you have an amazing night. I need you to share this. This is why I do the previews. I don't do the previews because I don't have anything else to do. I don't do the previews because I'm looking for a Tuesday night Bible study. I do the previews because I want to get you excited about the word tomorrow night. All right. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. You can be in Denver. If you're in Denver, come on in the building. If you're not in Denver, no problem, Bob. You can watch, uh, somebody said for Android, do the three tap on the screen. All right, y'all do all of that. That's too much. Too much for me. All right, volume down, power button. That's just too much. Um, but I need you all to um, uh, share this when we get off. Invite somebody to watch tomorrow night. Use this live. Put it in your Insta story. Put it on your Facebook page. You can use our Facebook pages. You can share the post tomorrow. Uh, but I really know there's a word from the Lord that's going to, it's called Stop the Insanity Tomorrow. Sunday's message, I really almost want to preach it. Like, I just want to go live and preach it, like, just randomly. I'm going to wait until Sunday because there's something that um, that that the Lord showed me yesterday um, and that was just so powerful, uh, and it's going to be amazing. All right, I love you guys. Have an amazing night. If this bless you, go so. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two on Cash App um, or PayPal, Venmo, Zellgilify, hello at harvestchurch.church. You can do it all that. God bless you. Congratulations to you. God bless you all. Love y'all. Have an amazing night. Oh, by the way, did y'all see the testimonial video today? If you missed it, it aired at 6.30 today. Go watch that. 
um, some testimonies of some harvesters that um, that were that were amazing. Pastor, um, you want me to contact you, but I need you to do sir as you reach out to my office. All right, we'd be happy. Um, we'd be we'd be happy to to serve you. All right. Um, just go to Harvest Church, that church, we'd be happy to serve you, but I need you to do that. Amen. All right. And then back to one cash app. No, both are still active. It's just that other one, they started giving us some things, the Harvest Give cash app. They started giving error messages. And so just to avoid any of that, we want to give them an opportunity cash app to get that right before we start talking about it. But both of them are still active, so you can use either one. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, TikTok. Shalom, everybody over here. If this blessed you, go so. Wow, let's see. Look at these numbers. It says um, 326 viewers. I got two new followers. I got 252 diamonds. Come on, diamonds. Where are they going to send them to? Diamonds. I, I know it's just like some little thing they give over here. And three gifters. Isn't that awesome? Look. Praise God. All right. I love y'all. Make sure you go share. I love you. Go so. Love you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.